We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Time winding down. Wizards will drop to 2-10. and 10. Their fifth consecutive loss. Koulibaly rebounded by Sims. And that will do it. Knicks led by five after three. Knicks outscore the Wizards 31-15 in the fourth quarter. Quickly with an embrace along with his mom. Yeah, that's beautiful to see. Emmanuel quickly continuing his stellar play as he's been doing all season long. And he was really needed tonight. He came in, he stepped up, and what a performance, especially in the fourth quarter. Well, that was a basketball game. Uh, okay, Knicks win um, a game that they went up by 20 early, and they ended up winning by 20, but man alive. That was um, two things. One, that was officially the least fun 20-point Nick win uh, I have ever experienced in my life. But you know what they say, um, not very fun 20 point Nick wins are uh, more fun than, than fun is fun. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two is shout out to Matt Moderno, who uh, the great GMAC Andrew Claudio had on the pregame pod uh, today. He, Andrew and him were kind of talking about like how the, how wizards have been playing this year and how their games are going. And Matt Moderno absolutely nailed how this game was going to go, which is to say they were going to get down huge because the starters and in particular Jordan Poole um, have been playing like poo poo together. And then, you know, a combination of the bench and maybe a couple of the other starters would get the team back in it. There, it might get a little tense. Uh, you, you might have to put in your starters more than you thought in the fourth quarter, but they'll eventually wind up running away with the thing because um, the Wizards are, again, poo poo. Um, and let's, if we're being honest, like, look, there, there's some good stuff to talk about here from a Knicks perspective. Uh, and, and we will certainly talk about those things. The lead story of this game is how atrocious the wizards are. And I'm not, I don't say that to, to disparage the wizards or, or their fan. Well, I'm obviously disparaging the wizards. I don't say that to like rub it in the wizards fans faces. I, if I was a wizard fan, I'd be thrilled with how things are going to go because they're going to get the best odds in the lottery. And um, in Koulibaly, man, as advertised, Absolutely, as advertised, that kid is—he's uh, gonna be good, and he looked damn good tonight. Uh, was the best thing that the Wizards had going in the first half. But uh, I will let Matt Moderno talk about that on his podcast. Um, yeah, the Wizards are, are, are not good, and like I, 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 at the same time, though, I don't want to be here, or sit here, and be like, well, you know, the the Knicks better count their lucky stars that they were playing the Wizards tonight because if the Knicks weren't playing the Wizards tonight, and the Wizards didn't come out looking like very clearly the worst team in the NBA. Um, the Knicks would have taken this game a lot more seriously. And the whole reason why this was a game from about the middle of the second quarter until um, I guess the middle of the fourth quarter um, is because, I mean, let's focus even just on the first half. I think in the, at, you know, once it got, once the Knicks got their 21 point lead, they're like, all right, we can, we can kind of ease up. And like, you know, it's, you can't, really do that against any team in the league. Not a team that has, like I mentioned, Koulibaly. Kyle Kuzma is like still a real NBA player. I, I look forward to the day when he is back on an actual real team. Um, 
I mean, that dude is the third best player on a title team. Like he, he's good. Uh, Avdia, I thought had a really nice game tonight. Like they have players. And if you, you know, I don't know that they ever got a collective, like, all right, come on, let's go win this one. Cause it doesn't seem like that's part of their MO this year, but like, you know, it, it's it's a pre-expansion league. We're going to get two more teams in uh, next year or two. For right now, every team has enough talent to at least make it a game if you fuck around. And the Knicks um, certainly fucked around, uh, most prominently in the second quarter. Uh, and as a result, it was basically a single-digit game until the fourth. And then um, it was this was one of those games, for me at least, where it just falls under the category of, uh, thank God, we have Jalen Brunson and the other team uh, does not. Uh, that's where I'll lead. Jalen Brunson attempted 10 more threes tonight. He is now up to 83 point attempts on the NBA season. He has made 38 of those 83 point attempts. Uh, there is not another shooter, three point shooter in the NBA that has taken more threes than Jalen Brunson, who is shooting a higher percentage on threes than Jalen Brunson. He was six to 10 from deep tonight. His, and, and we'll, I'll get back to that in a second. Even more encouraging than the three point shooting. Although in big picture, the three point shooting is obviously the most encouraging little picture, seeing him make some tough twos tonight. I mean, I think he started one of five or one of six from two point range, got a couple big ones, big twos to go there in uh, certainly third. I think the, maybe the third quarter, but in the fourth as well. That was great to see because he's just been so off from two. But back to his three-point shooting, I mean, it's encouraging for so many reasons. Obviously, look, he's not going to be this level of three-point shooter, but like that level of shooting, once he, I mean, God forbid he's ever on a team with like real space or the Knicks ever get some real spacing, like they space it enough for what they do. But if they ever get some real spacing, uh, once his two-point game comes back, as you know, it's going to come back. Uh, like he's already pretty unguardable, and it just makes him even more unguardable. That's the first thing, and the second thing is, you know, I am constantly asking the bigger picker, bigger picture questions about, you know, this team. What does it look like at the next level, and does Jalen Brunson fit alongside maybe a, a more if they are lucky enough to obtain an even better player? And his ability to hit threes at this point is just like that's extraordinarily encouraging. In addition to, and we saw another one tonight. Um, his increased passing ability. He has grown as a passer this year without question. He had a beautiful pass to Julius Randle under the basket. That was from he was he threw it from on top of the three point arc. I just thought it was a pretty masterful game from Brunson. I mean, the stat line isn't wasn't going to blow you away because again, he missed a lot of twos, thirty two points on twenty three shots, seven rebounds, seven assists. Though, you know, I don't. Um, I'm sure somebody will probably have it by the time this goes up, but I don't know how many Knicks uh, have put up that particular stat line in history. 32-7-7 with at least six threes um, on 10 attempts, no less. So, fantastic game from uh, Jalen Brunson. I thought the Knicks got some other nice performances, certainly on offense. Um, I specify offense because Julius Randle, I mean, look, was this a maybe a little bit of a conserve energy game for Julius on defense? Yes, but then again, I think there were a couple of Knicks who were maybe conserving a little bit of energy on um, the defensive end. Like Mitch, for instance, I've been praising Mitch and basically every night uh, throughout this season. I thought Mitch was a little like, you know, not himself tonight. So it's not just Julius. You know, did he conserve some energy? Yes. Uh, but man, these are the games I think more than any other where you just appreciate that he's on your team uh, when it's like, okay, it gets the game gets into a, a little bit of a slog that you maybe didn't expect. Like most teams in the NBA don't really have a good way to defend Julius Randle. And certainly the Wizards qualify as one of those. And he could just, and look, yeah, sometimes it's frustrating. There was the possession. Um, that really, I think you could argue it was a main, a real big possession in terms of giving the Wizards a little life all the way back in the second quarter where he over dribbled, dribble, 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 turned it over, and then it turned into a transition corner three, semi transition corner three for um, the Wizards because Julius, you know, Julius thought he got fouled, didn't get back, the whole thing. Look, we're always going to get that stuff from him, but man, he makes up for it. 
And um, he ended up putting up 22 points. Uh, he had a near triple double, eight assists, seven rebounds. But I guess he had like three turnovers, six turnovers. Okay, I was a little short. Um, not his best game. You appreciate what he does. You appreciate what he brings to the table because it's it is even with all the other stuff, it's more helpful than not. And they needed his battering ram ability um, on this night, at least. And then the other guy uh, or two guys, I'll, I'll shout out to DiVincenzo. He got them off to that hot start with his three point shooting. That was important. And then the last guy I'll shout out is quickly. I didn't think quickly. I thought quickly was maybe because he's back home in his in his home city or home area. I don't know. Is he, I don't think he's actually from D.C. I think he's from like near D.C. Um, I thought he was maybe throughout the game, maybe not pressing, but like definitely had a quick trigger uh, throughout the, throughout this one where I was like, oh, it's, you know, maybe not not the shot we need right this second. A couple of off balance threes, which granted he's hit a bunch of those this year. Um, he ended up finding the range. Uh, finished uh, was even more efficient than Brunson. 27 points on 18 shots, three of seven from deep, six rebounds, four assists. Um, you know, an outstanding game from Emmanuel quickly. So uh, the Knicks started off very cohesively, crossing their T's, dotting their I's, even maybe though the defensive effort was not there from the start. And they eventually. You know, I would say it was a combination of out talented the Wizards and out outworked and out. You know, I mean, look, they're, they're a vastly superior basketball team. Um, the Knicks are without question one of. I, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. I think the Knicks are without question one of the ten best teams in the league um, when they put their mind to it. And the Wizards are. I I was actually as my as my daughter was talking about Wizards of a different type because she's playing with her Harry Potter Lego set, which is just chef's kiss. Uh I don't think there was a team in the NBA last year that was as bad as this Wizards team. I don't think the Pistons were this bad last year. And I, I feel like we have to go back a little bit of a ways. So, look, um, hopefully the fact that like you had to play Brunson 34 minutes, you had to play Randall 35 minutes, you had to play quickly 33 minutes, hopefully that doesn't rear its ugly head tomorrow against Charlotte. I, I didn't. I turned off the Charlotte game. I had it on for a while. They're playing the Bucs tonight. Um, just uh, because it looked like the Bucks were going and, and running away with that one, but the Bucks are also on. Obviously, the the first night of a back to back. The difference is their home, whereas the Knicks will um board a, a plane tonight. So, I mean, yeah, I look. They got the win. They're seven and five. Um, you know, I, I would say at this point with. Two games in the next three days tomorrow, Charlotte, Monday, Miami, or excuse me, uh, tomorrow, Charlotte, um, Monday, uh, Minnesota, excuse me, get one of the next two, you know, and it'll have been uh, an extremely successful road trip. Go go three out of two on a five game road trip. You're, you're never going to complain about that. Um, almost doesn't matter who you play. You're not going to complain about that. So ideally win tomorrow. Um, beat the Hornets for the second time this year, and then um, uh, go into Minnesota, kind of playing with a little bit of house money. That would be that would be fantastic. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I, you know, Deuce, I thought had some nice, really nice moments in the first half. I actually, there were. It, it's funny the two plays before he got pulled from the game. I didn't love. He didn't step up. I think it was of the Avdia uh, who. He seemed like he was indecisive, and he basically just gave Avdia a wide open uh, free throw line jumper. And you can't give an NBA player that shot. And Avdia hit it. And this was back when the game was like still a single digit game, and the Wizards were making a run of, of it. Um, and then he missed a, a pretty bad box out um, on Corey Kispert on that putback, which I think brought the lead back down to five. Uh, it was ninety five ninety. It's crazy that this game was a five point game in the like with whatever it was eight or nine or ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then it ended up being a romp because the Knicks, you know, took care of business. Um, but yeah, you know, fine game from Deuce. It, it, Fournier, look, most things that like, I, I, look, I, I obviously I do this pretty much every every after every game, and I we get a lot of comments and the the Substack chat for all the newsletter subscribers and things. I get 
almost everything where people like, it, okay, I may not agree with something, but I, I get where people are coming from like 90, 95% of the time. The obsession, not, I don't call it an obsession. The, the thing that a small subset of fans seem to have where it's like, man, boy, the Knicks are really missing the boat, not figuring out a way to get Evan 48 minutes, especially when they're down guys. Like I, I didn't imagine one year and however many games worth of basketball in which it became so abundantly clear that this player who is not a bad player. And I'm not, I just want to preface this by saying not a bad player. The dude was a borderline all-star at a, probably a couple seasons in his career. Outstanding international player. Set the next three point record. But sometimes a guy just doesn't fit with a team's MO. And this team has had a, a such a specific MO since the day Tom Thibodeau took over. And I know they've kind of gone through a couple of dinner, uh, iterations over the last, you know, three and now almost three and a half years since he got the job and they started assembling the roster the way they did. 48 is just, it, he does not fit with what they do. And he didn't fit from day one. Um, and he'll never fit. And like, I was totally fine with him getting minutes in this game and he'll probably get minutes again down the line. And he may win them a game. Like he won them the Philly game last year. He won them that game. They don't win that game without him. But like the, we have enough results at this point to know that like we, we don't need to sit on the sidelines clamoring for Evan Fournier to get minutes. It's just, it's the, the fit is not right. I think part of the issue is he's not the sort of microwave scorer that if he was going to have any kind of role on this team, that's what he would need to be. I think that was part of the issue. Like he's a guy that like he did his best in his career when he just had a very high usage rate, like a 20 plus usage rate, which or really honestly closer to like 22, 23. That was never going to happen here. So, you know, um, I hope we could stop with the calls for, Evan Fournier to play more because it's just like what, like what, what you know, we, we have better things to spend our time on, I think, respectfully. Okay. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I think I kind of touched on it, but Josh Hart, nice game for Josh Hart. Um, fine game for Josh Hart. You know, they did what they needed to do. Let's be thankful about that. On that, I guess we can go to, I don't know how many people are, are tuning in tonight or, hey, Andrew. Hi, John. What's up? Am I loud? How's my mic? Am I good? You're you're great. I sound good. Okay. First of all, um, I only just wanted to add one thing to this game. I hope you're okay. But it was nice to finally see Fournier out there. I've been calling for it for for months that this is the missing ingredient this team has needed. And finally, this overrated loaf of a coach listened to me. And hey, they're 1-0 and plus 21 in games Fournier plays. So... What was his? Play? I was thought, I thought you were about to say he was plus twenty one. Which no, I, he was not. Exactly he was. <laughs> what was he in a game? The Knicks won by twenty one. Evan Fournier was plus six. Okay, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. doesn't matter. No. Had had to have some fun. Um, so I appreciate asked, that. Thank you. You asked uh, how many times a Nick has had thirty two seven and seven and six three point field goals made, right? Yeah. You want to guess? Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's do an over under. Over under four. I'll go under. Under is correct. It's three. Do you want to? Did Julius ever do it? Julius did it twice. You've now guessed two of them. Can you name the other one? It's happened in the last three years. Oh, did it? Hold on. Yes. What? Uh, was it quickly? No. Oh, happened in the last how many years? In the last two years, actually. So not. So I'll just give it away. It's not last year. It's the year before. I was about to say before he was over forty. Uh, it's not last year. Uh, it's the year before. Was it Kemba? Was it Kemba Walker oh against God. these same Wizards? <laughs> oh, the, I did the game you talked about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the pregame pod. So That's so funny. The three times it's happened during the We Here season, during that winning streak that we all started to believe in yeah. that team, Julius did it in Dallas. The Kemba game against the Wizards that kept him in the rotation through the All-Star break. And then last year, right after the infamous Dallas game where RJ got his hand chopped off and Luka made history, uh, the Knicks then went to San Antonio and oh my God. on like no legs, Julius did it, did it then. 
And now yeah, here that you was go, Jalen Brunson. That was the Julius and IQ show, and like nobody. Yes, yes, yeah. that's another weird stat. Like Knicks to have like forty and thirty-five in the same game, and they they, they yeah. both had nights that night. But that, but just to close the loop on something I talked about earlier, um, like the Spurs beat us last year. And then almost beat again. Mm-hmm. And they were arguably the worst. Because remember, the Spurs got off that hot start. They I forget what the start was, but they won a few games early in the year. Like, I would argue they were probably the worst team after those first 10 games of, of last season because they were trying to lose. That team is a lot better than this Wizards team. This Wizards team is ass. Yeah, I, I tried to say it. And like, it was frustrating that this became a game. And shout out to Julius Randle, who... Decided at one point that his C minus game is going to have to be good enough because he was just not good. I also think he saw Kuzma and they have that Laker connection because they're former teammates. And he just a couple of his possessions were, well, I'm just going to go one on one on Kuzma. And that led to a couple turnovers and some bad possessions. It it did. And then uh, it also led to a couple of and ones and things like Mm -hmm. I'm never going to. People, I'm sure, will be upset at this Randall game because people are upset at pretty much every Randall game somewhere out there. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's a good game from Randall. Great game from Brunson and a great finish from IQ. Yes. And one last thing before we get to the Super Chats. Yes. Uh, you shouted him out. Matt Moderno, our pregame podcast today of the Believe, a in, Wiz- a Believe in Wizards, the Believe in Wizards podcast. Uh, he reached out because I sent him a... a I usually send like a, hey, thanks for coming on message to everybody. And he responded to me just after the game. And he said, hey, loved coming on. Glad we both got the result we wanted from this game. <laughs> so, And I just want to say... take a thought, my friend. Go ahead, John. I'll say it one last time, man. Cool Bali. He's good. And I, you know, and obviously, uh, like, I wonder... I, I, this isn't a Wizards podcast, so I don't want to talk too much about that when people leave. I'll just say very briefly, how could you possibly judge that guy after the situation he's been in for the last few years, didn't get any kind of usage the last few years with Beal and, and KP in there. And like now, I'd actually be excited to watch Avdi if I was a Wizards fan first this year. Like, you know, maybe there's something there. You know, they signed to a nice extension too, if I recall correctly, before the season. I'm not sure. I just, I think, I think, with, what the glaring stat of the Jordan Poole on off was evident. That's spo- that portion of the first quarter where he takes a logo three that was an air ball. And then over dribbles in front of Deuce and dribbles off his foot, then comes around on a screen and it puts up a fadeaway that gets blocked by Hartenstein. And that was all in one quarter. Like, I think he's a, I, here's the thing he's a bottom five NBA contract right now. And that might be being a little kind. Um, I don't know that playing him is. Helping that, I mean, sit. But if they benched him, it wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't. You gotta help think. You gotta think long game. You gotta think long game. The ultimate. The reason why the Patriots are gonna start Mac no, Jones the rest of the I year know, is because they know. want a top five pick. Someone's gotta get the points. Someone's gotta get the minutes on a seventeen and sixty five team. We watched man. a year of Emmanuel Mudiay and Tim Hardaway Jr. Wor- Dude, it's worse. But worse. these. Are, but that's my point. Is like this is. Your vegetables here, where you're playing guys that are high usage that are gonna never matter on your team when you're actually trying to win again. But like you have to deal with 15, 20, 25 possessions a game that are mm-hmm. just like not no one's growing because he's doing whatever he's I, I well, we're talking so much about the Wizards. We right, remember I'm just saying to yeah. comp it to the 18, 19 Knicks. We remember the 48 minutes. We remember the well, the I 48 mean, wasn't on that team. Not the 48 minutes. I was thinking Moody eight minutes. Yeah. Um, we remember like Tim Hardaway Jr. starting. He's a sixth man on Dallas. Like that's just there's a reason Jordan Poole was the sixth or seventh man on the Warriors, and now he's no. you know high use the the highest usage guy on this Wizards team. God bless him. He got his ring, but he said something to this effect in the offseason. I got my ring. Yeah, now I, we got I, my I, points. Yeah, you know? Well, we didn't get very so, many tonight. Okay. Right. Robert Cross is in the chat saying, why are we talking Wizards? Let's get to the I'm, Super Chats. I'm sure he is. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of the devil, Robert Cross, how you doing, buddy? First time, long time. It's your boy, John. I knew Julius would get in a groove. Rock solid in carrying the club in recent games. Hashtag 53 wins. Yeah, this is Julius's sixth straight 20-point game. Um, I, I mean, he's back. I think he's back. Uh, the numbers aren't back yet because he started that horrendously, but I think he's back and they need him. They absolutely need him. He's part of the identity of their team. His physicality is part of the identity of their team. His ability to draw fouls is part of the identity of their team. Um, you know, and like they need his size. You know, they just, they do. Uh, not not that they're really, I mean, they're still, the, they're the best rebounding team at both ends. Um and yeah, and Andrew just put it in the chat. It's a good point. His passing from the We Here season uh, seems to be back. I think he's made some really nice passes. He's, I think he's playing unselfishly, which is a weird thing to say because you're like, Macri, did you not see the, the possessions where you just talked about it, where he over dribble, 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 dribble? Like, he'll. I, I, maybe it's semantics and people don't care, but like to me, that's not selfishness. That's just Julius maybe getting in his own head about like, look, I got this. I could beat this guy. I think he's been largely, largely unselfish, um, you know, which is good, which is good. Thanks, Robert. Robert Cross with another one. Is it fair and reasonable to say that Fred and you are friends? <laughs> A weird question. If so, can you text him to endorse my Godman Depoy campaign idea? Yeah. Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, I don't think there's a bigger. F- I, I think. So, like, you've heard Fred on the pod enough. He clearly takes a liking to certain players that he covers. Like, he took a liking to Stephen Adams. He has great Stephen Adams stories. Um, it's pretty clear that him and Mitch have, like, a, a, a I don't know, a connection. Like, he wrote the D-Train story uh, about Mitchell Robinson, which is fantastic. It's the best piece of writing, sports writing, that we've we've seen uh, from anyone in, in decades. Uh so I don't think you need. I don't think I need to to tell Fred to get on the the Mitch campaign. Uh, it's just a weird night to bring it up. I mean, Mitch was fine tonight, but it's just like compared to what he's been, he, he's he was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, Mitch will, Mitch will be great. Uh, Robert Cross with one more, maybe maybe not, maybe he has more than one after this. First time, long time. It's your boy John, starter or no starter. IQ will always be near and dear to my heart. Hashtag fifty three wins. Um, quick's putting together a great game. Great campaign. I don't I still feel like he's not putting it all together. Um, his rim finishing. I, I looked it up today. I want to say quickly was in the, I mean, it's a single digits in terms of percentile at the rim uh, this, this year, which is like, he has to take a lot of attempts, but he's, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it reminds me of early in his career where the closer he gets to the rim, the more I don't know, it's it's just been a little dicey this year. It's also been you know twelve games, so I don't really care. Uh, every other aspect of his game is outstanding. He's always going to run a little hot and cold from deep, but that's just the sort of player he is. And the hot means so much more than the cold. He just has a he has a sense of timing and place, um, and like you know, the Knicks put the game away in part because of him. 
certainly. And 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 I should I should have said this at the top. I don't because I didn't I didn't mention this at all. His points at the beginning of the fourth quarter, when this was very much a game, uh, meaningful points, very meaningful. Rob Deluso, what's going on, Rob? Sub mighty JM and our man Andrew. We need IQ on this team. I, I I don't disagree, and I'd love to see Deuce be better on the floor when it matters. Much love, fellas. Thanks, Rob. Always appreciate you. you're always so kind, and which I I, I just everybody who's like kind. <laughs> I don't take that for granted because, uh, you know, you know, it's a crazy world out there. Deuce, um, I don't, you know, I don't envy him. It's a tough spot. I t- I spoke about this with Grimes, I think, a game or two ago. Uh, and it, Deuce, it's even more pronounced because, I mean, the guy's, he's a, he's situational, you know, and he's he's asked to come in and do what he's asked to do. You can never question his intensity on the defensive end. And like the stuff that I mentioned before, that to me is just like he's still a young player, like some uncertainty, you know, maybe not rust, but like, you know, you you don't play a ton of minutes. It's just really hard for, I mean, this is a guy who's a sub 30% career three point shooter. The strides have not really come from deep, but then again, look, it's it's a vicious circle. The strides haven't come, but he hasn't really ever got a chance to get into a rhythm. Um, you'd like to, you, you would you would like that he got to the rim a little bit more, which was I, I mean, really at the end of the day, why he fell to the second round is the shot was a question, and he was a player who lived predominantly in the mid range in college and did not profile as a player who was going to get to the rim regularly. And he does he really doesn't get to the rim at all. Like he had a really nice, pretty. Uh, floater tonight, but he that you know that was from whatever it was eight, ten, twelve feet, something. But and you're just and it you know it's it's it doesn't you could be the best pound for pound defender in the damn league and shit he he might be up there, but if you are that limited at that position, it's just going to be tough, you know. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know, um, but I, he he played well enough tonight. I thought played well enough for what they need him to do. Christian, Christian Finnegan, what's going on, Christian? Hats off to Wally, employee of the month, Zerbiak, for that thorough and clearly heartfelt promotion of the in-season tournament. Listen, Wally's a good company man. Praising Evan Fournier out there tonight. You know, it was great. <laughs> he, they were showing the quickly. It was a quickly two-point field goal. And he was saying, Fournier out there playing some defense. Meanwhile, on the previous possession, <laughs> I think he I think Wally, to his credit, added like something about like he got back in the play. It was like an absolute blow by from what I recall. I would I need to go rewatch. And then <laughs> on the pass that Fournier threw to quickly, Wally started praising it. And it was a the worst pass anybody threw all night. <laughs> And it was, thank God, the ball ended up in Quickly's hands because it should have been a turnover. But, like, while he started praising it, and then he's like, oh, well, you know, it you know, took a took a funny route to get there. I don't know what the hell he said, but it was like, come on, man. I understand trying to be kind to a guy who, who has had a rough go of things in a Nick uniform, but we can um, we can keep it a buck. We can keep it a buck. But, yeah, listen, we're, we're very lucky that, that Wally is our... You know, essentially, our our D, you know, announcer at this point after our our A team and then and then Kenny Albert, uh, he does he does fine work. Uh, I'm I'm just joshing with you, Wally. If anybody happens to show you this clip, um, Justin, what's going on, Justin? Not surprised. IQ wanted that home hometown win bad. Yeah. Um, and that's why I don't blame him for being maybe a little bit of a gunner early in the game. And that. Uh, and I, I don't even really know if he was. That might just be my perception. A um, couple of those were late, late clock uh, situations as well. Um, yeah, I love Manuel quickly. Uh, Russ Guberman, we survived the 48 minutes. Cheers, John. Cheers to you. I, I, so I'll be curious tomorrow if we get more 48 minutes. Hey, what's up, Nugget? One, you should go wake mommy up. <laughs> 
because she she could put you to bed because I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. Um, my daughter has joined us. What is it's it's not a school night, so it's after ten. She could be up, so she'll hang out with us for a little bit. Um, Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? I noticed you sent me a DM. By the way, I have not gotten a chance to get back to it. I think it was you. If it wasn't you, then I, I apologize. Um, but I someone sent me a DM. I need to get back to it. Uh, as usual, IQ settles us and guides us towards the win. Yes, he does, and thank goodness for that. This team's really well. Seems really well composed, you know, and like Zach Lowe with, um, I think, uh, it, I forget who his guest was on today's pod. Nikias. Uh, Nikias. That's what I thought. I, Cause he's been, he's been rotating between some new regular guests. I don't forgot if it was Nikias or not. Uh, and Nikias Duncan, who offered some great insights. Um, they ended by kind of just like praising like this Nick team. They know exactly what they are. Like, they're just really good and um, quickly such a big part of that because, and I think he's going to be in the running for six man of the year again. If he, if not the front runner, he should be. Drazov, Leon, lock up IQ. Well, unfortunately he can't right now and he can't until, uh, well, actually, no, I was about to say he can't until July. It's one of the changes in the new CBA teams can negotiate with their, um, own free agents as soon as the NBA season ends. I believe not their season. You can't start negotiating after your own season ends. It's after the NBA season ends. So after the after whoever hoists his trophy, that is when they can um, start no- negotiating quickly. Although I imagine that that will go into restricted free agency. Not. I'm not saying another team might isn't necessarily going to make an offer, but. Uh, Juana, what's going on, Juana? The only thing worse than the NBA schedule maker's decision to give us another tip off less than 24 hours after this game is Jordan Poole's shot selection court awareness. Pre-game pod was spot on. Yeah, we, I could talk about Poole all night. What a I just imagine being a Wizards fan and being so incredibly frustrated with him. Because it's just such a waste of possessions. Um you know, but what do I know? I'm. A, I mean, I'm not saying I'm nervous about tomorrow. I am nervous about tomorrow, but that should be obvious because it's 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 it'll it's a road game against a team that just got a guy back in Miles Bridges. Whether he should be playing or not is a different story. I don't think he should, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I think it'll be a tough game, and I will be very, 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 very curious if R.J. Barrett plays. I'm going to go so far as to say right now, I would be shocked if RJ does not play. I have no reason to say that other than my gut feeling. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play. So, yeah, I think they're going to need him. Thanks, Shunan. Appreciate it. Um, Anthony Sixto. Uh, tomorrow will be a bigger game to secure than it should be because the Wolves Heat Suns run coming up. Think two and one out of the threes doable if RJ is back. Out of the Wolves, Heat, and Suns. Um two and two and one. Um uh yeah, I mean of course it's doable. I mean the Suns just announced today that Bradley Beal is going to be out for another three weeks. I mean you know the Heat game is going to be close. They've been playing well. Um And I like that the Heat game and the Suns game are both at home. And I also like that the Heat game is coming after a lot of rest. Although maybe with some full Thanksgiving bellies. But that'll be for both teams. Uh, Yeah. How about this? Can they can they go two and two in their next four? Like I, I do this all the time. I know. It's probably an old bit. I think I'd sign for two and two for the next four. How about that? However they come. Maybe my maybe my standards are too low, but I think I'd sign for two and two. So would you like, John, um, maybe this might change your evaluation of this basketball team that 500 in a stretch is what you would sign up for. Would you like an advanced stats update on where the Knicks stand after tonight? I would wager that they're now fifth in net rating. They are. So net rating, they're up to fourth. Wow. Yes. The Knicks have the fourth best net rating in the league. They also I mean, have the fourth, fourth best defense. They have, so they won, they've played three awful teams. Mm-hmm. And they've won each of those games by about 20 points. Yes. Okay. 28, more than 20 points in each game. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're a game below 500 in the other nine with, I would assume, a roughly even scoring margin. Probably. But I mean, some of those games didn't have RJ. Some of them had Julius on a different planet. That, yes, absolutely. No RJ, Julius, uh, some bad Brunson games in there, some awful shooting games in there. The Pelicans game, which we will. I never want to think about that game as long as I live. I cannot remember a single play from that game, but I will also never forget that game because of just how atrocious they look. Okay. Lots of caveats. You want another offensive rating too, by the way? I'm going to guess it is up to, is it in the top 10 now? The New York Knicks have a top 10 offense and a top top 10 10 defense and a top five net rating. They're 10th in offense after tonight. What are they in defense? Fifth or fourth? I said fourth. Oh, fourth. Yeah. So you're ready for 4-0, folks. This winning streak is going to keep going. It's a team that should be in the high 40s and has will absolutely have a chance to win 50 games. This is what they, you know, Mm -hmm. what they should be. Yeah, but two and two through four is is acceptable with that forty one win pace. By the way, where's Sass? Where'd she go? She's a. I think she's writing in her journal. People have questions for her. Get it. Get her back. People have questions for her. Hold on, I'm got I'm got a little a thing here. Um, people apparently have questions for you. Do you want to hear the questions that people have? Okay, so she's she's on hand. What's her favorite food? Uh, what is your favorite food? You want to talk into the mic? You don't want to talk into the mic. Come on. Well, come on. Come on. Here, come. You could do it. All right. So, uh, what is your favorite food? Ramen. Ramen. Interesting. Okay. Who's your Next favorite question. Nick? Who is your favorite Nick? What's a Nick person? What's a Nick? No, oh, the Nick. You're about to be put up for adoption. No, she. she's not. I don't, we don't. She doesn't say we don't we just talk about who the is Knicks. your favorite player on the Knicks. Who is yes. your favorite player on the Knicks? Who's the guy you always talk about? Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Okay. Last one. Last one. What's daddy's favorite drink? <laughs> this would be a great answer. Andrew asked, what is daddy's favorite drink? You're saying to the mic. Wine or beer. Wine or beer. Okay. Wine or beer. She knows her father. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had wine in a while. I haven't opened a bottle. Because my problem is when I open a bottle of wine, I inevitably end up drinking most of the bottle of wine. Uh, one bonus question. Is she hooping? Oh, wait. We have a bonus question here. Is she you. hooping right. yet? Is she playing basketball yet? No. Do you want to play basketball? No. <laughs> she plays soccer, right? Yeah. No, that's the little one. Is oh, that's the other soccer? one. That's the other one. Is what do you? What do you? What, what athletic pursuit do you have? What do you? What do you do that you like to do? What are we doing tomorrow morning? Gymnastics, yeah. which is my favorite hobby. Cheer? What'd you say? Gymnastics is her gymnastics. Favorite hobby. Gymnastics, so close. I can't yeah. wait till I have a a seven year old and I ask her what her athletic pursuit will be. <laughs> um, no, she's very she's excellent at gymnastics. Sorry, it's sharper a pencil for her. Okay, okay. Uh, let us. If she'd like to go back to her journal, but I I had to I had to hold on. Hold on. She had to say real quick. She instructs me to say to the, all of the fine folks and you, Andrew, that she could do a handstand on on the high beam. Listen, pics or it didn't happen. I'll try to get some pictures tomorrow. Okay, there let's go. keep going with the with the chats here. David Crockett, what's going on? David, is this your first one of the year? Uh, What's up, KFS? Just sending out some love to the whole crew. By the way, Jokic may be on the way to a 2020 game. I have it on the little TV. I'm I'm literally watching him dribble the ball up the floor on this. I'm not going to call it an atrocious Pelicans court, but um, it's not my favorite. But it looks like the Nuggets are going to... Well, okay, we'll we'll see. Yeah, Jokic is... uh, He's my pick for MVP. Uh, Before the season... He's still my pick now. I think he's the MVP of the league. I think we are. It's so funny, like how far we've come from the dude won an MVP and was like twelve or fourteen to one odds to to repeat, which is absurd because usually the guy who, who just won it is the odds-on favorite, and he was 
long, a long shot even after he won it because people were like, oh, that was cute. We got that out of the way. Let's get back to the real players. We, we've in like three years or whatever, two years, we've gone from that to now. Like, I think we're a year or two away from it just it being established that he's like one of the 15 greatest players ever. I think we're, we're getting really close to that. Um, needs to win another championship at least. Uh, but I, I think we're in the, I think we're in the, in the vicinity. Thanks, David. Appreciate you as always, man. Hope all is well. Uh, hi, Sue. That Wizards team brings back great memories watching the Knicks from 2015 to 2019. That's unkind to a few of those teams. Like, let's be pretty specific. I'm trying to think which Nick team that team most reminds me of. I'm going to think about that and I'll come back to it. I'm intrigued by the Bohan Bojan news. Did you see him fit a starter? I don't even know what news you're talking about. Did, did I miss a, did I miss a report tonight? I was like, not really paying attention to Twitter. Um, Andrew, if you want to look up, uh, which, what Boyan news we're, we're talking about here, I I'll, I'll, I'm happy to comment on it. I have always liked, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich though. I think he's awesome. And I don't know what the Knicks would have to get up, give up to get him. I'm assuming the news is something about like Detroit putting him on the block, but yeah. I don't see anything. I'll keep looking though. I mean, if he was a starter on this team, like they'd be better. That said, I'm not sure I would want that. Like I, I look, I know Grimes has kind of been up and down. I, I, invest in Grimes, man. Invest in Grimes. Haitian Ferg. What's going on, Haitian? As much as we miss RJ, good to see the other guys stepping up. Injuries seem to always make the minutes distribution easier. LOL. I expect a more balanced bench once RJ gets back. I feel a run coming. Let's go next. That'd be great. I'd love a run. I mean, I wrote it in one of my last preseason columns before this the, the season started. I I did the math and I went through like average games missed for like most NBA players, average games missed for like guys on this team. And I didn't know how many games they would have this season where everybody on the roster would be fully healthy, but I suspected it was, I mean, whether, I mean, it wasn't going to be more than 15, 20, 25, like guys get hurt. Like it's, it's fine. And honestly, I thought even when everybody was fully healthy, I thought they did a nice, like t- t- whatever you want to say, Tibbs, or I thought it was a nice minutes distribution. I don't remember one game where, where I sat here afterwards and be like, well, these minutes are out of whack. Like, yeah, there's always going to be stuff like this guy should have played more versus this guy. But in terms of the minutes distribution, I think it's been fair, equitable, effective. Doesn't feel like anybody's rope is extremely short or too long. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we're I think we're good. Thanks, Asian. So the only boy Bog Boyan, excuse me, Bogdanovich, uh news I see is a tweet from Knicks Union. Shout out to you. Okay. Uh the Knicks are reportedly showing interest in Detroit's Boyan Bogdanovich uh eyes looking emoji. There's no article, there's no link. And when I go to the good old Google, there's nothing there. Um so react to that tweet. Um Boyan Bogdanovich tweet. Boyan Bogdanovich is very good. Uh he also hasn't played because he's been injured all year. Um I mean I So it's it's the Fournier salary slot. Um I am What rotation player is going out? That's the thing is it's like, is there a rotation player that goes out? And because of the usage he commands, he can't just, it can't be Grimes. Like, well, you're talking RJ for him. I'd rather keep RJ at this point. Oh my God. You're not that, that come on. I wrote an article about Boyan over the summer and I was like, I wouldn't give up RJ. Making sure that was what that reaction was. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. I, and honestly, and it goes without saying you like, you don't, there's no quickly deal mm-hmm. like man Grimes and Fournier for for Boyan that's a that's such a win now move and I'm not I, I it's it's not it, a win enough now mood move it, you know it would make them better like it would make what un- yeah well the point of attack now I, the point of attack then. defense like, I know the point of attack defense look enough uh, the, and they need I, that the, full disclosure there was exactly one 
minute of this game. It was one commercial break in the fourth quarter where I was like, fuck, are we going to lose this? Uh, Sass can't hear me. No, she can't. Darn, we might lose this game. Um, And it was Darn when it. they cut it down to five, right? Yes. And a lot of it had to do with the level of intensity the Knicks were playing with against this team. But some of it also had to do with the fact that their yeah. first level of defense was just so penetrable. And this is where you miss Grimes. The reason Trey Young and Dante and DeJounte Murray were able to get to the rim at will in yeah. the fourth quarter no, is because right. Grimes went out. He plays a very important role in the way the Knicks are constructed at the moment that a move like I, this, I don't necessarily makes him better. It's a it's not the sort of seamless fit that you would want if you're gonna and like he's still good enough that like you're not getting that dude on the cheap. Like someone will offer a real thing. I don't know if he's getting if he's gonna net uh like a, a, a protected first. If they didn't have RJ, I'd say, you know what? There there's clearly an open spot at the three. No, I, the Knicks the Knicks are set. They have their nine. I just I do I I I just I here's the thing. I don't want to poo-poo it and brush it off because that dude's he's good. He's good. The Knicks have I, enough good though. It, yeah. And he's old too. He's I know right. I mean the injury stuff too. Who knows? Anyway, so as I, a result, I just that, Again, I'm with you that he's a good basketball player. Going through the the different drafts we did this summer and seeing what his efficiency looks like, you know, he's not a player you put on a Pistons team like that, and you know, just let him rot. I think he'll find his way to a contender where he'll oh, they contribute. Got, they have to, they have to trade him for his own sake. I don't think the Knicks are the right fit to be that contender. So no. All right, Hajju. I wonder how much it would cost the Kuzma. Kuzma's a Kuzma's this guy that piques my interest probably more than he should. Because again, we've seen that dude be essentially the third best player on a title team. You know, and there's some positional flexibility there. I think he's a gamer. I think he defends when he wants to, um, when he needs to. He's not defending on this team, but I don't really care. And he can make shots. Like he's an offensive weapon. He's a versatile piece, brings good size. Like there's your backup four. Not that they really need. A backup four, which is I, I don't that's another one. I don't really get why that storyline persists. But you know, Randall Insurance, right? Um, if Randall got hurt or something, and he's just he's a good player. Um, how much it would cost? I mean, that's a real that's a real package. That's yeah, I mean, that's a young player and young player and two firsts. I don't you know, and it, but that's that but that's one of these interesting ones where it's like it's one thing that like Utah is like, yeah, we don't care. We don't give, give a crap about your protected picks because um, we want the, the big, the big prizes, uh, the big golden tickets for someone of Kuzma's caliber. Like those protected picks might come in handy. And again, it, and they may not care about it because they're just so convinced that it'll never convey and it'll wind up kicking to two seconds. But they, the Knicks do have that wizards pick, which again, the protections should it it'll, it probably won't convey, but I don't know. I wonder if that would entice them at all. I, I have no idea, but I like Kuzma. You think Kuzma would get a young player in two firsts? Kuzma's good. A young player in two firsts, dude. Derek White got uh, Derek White's better than Kyle Kuzma in an impact sense. In this, in the sense of like what the South, and that was you even know, one pick, one swap. Yes, Derek White is better than Kyle Kuzma. I'm not disagreeing with you. I will again repeat for the third time on this post game. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma was the third best player on a title. Now, look, I know who the top two on that title team were. I also argue there. And you could, turn, there was a rotation of third you, best. You players. could argue that like you could Russo Caldwell Pope yes, on, on certain nights. Yes, yeah, you could argue you could throw players three, four, five, six, and seven into a bag and like pick anyone on a given night and like they would be the third best player. I get that. Um, he was very important to them and I think he could be extremely important on the right team. I think I don't know Aaron if that Gordon, team is the Knicks. Sorry, I jumped in. Good. No, no, that's fine. That's I that's I think the Aaron Gordon trade is more the model where it's a first, it's you know, was, goes to a team and is a fourth is a fourth on, that, guy. That wasn't two firsts? From what I remember, was, that was a first and maybe a swap. But let me. It was RJ. It was RJ Hampton. I 
would like you to to go back and, I'm and looking look it at up that now. again. You're good. Here's the next super chat. Okay, Jeff Guitars. Uh, we finally get the RJ of our dreams, and he gets chronic migraines. How come we can't have nice things? I'm only half serious. Get well soon. I love KFS. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I think based on the reports about how RJ came into the arena tonight, smiling and laughing, and he was like lifting weights and doing whatever. Uh, I think RJ is going to be fine. And uh, I again, I'll say it again. I think he'll. I'd be shocked if he didn't play tomorrow. So this is from NBA.com. So it's the official source. Uh, let me hold on. It went, it disappeared on me. Hold on a second. From NBA.com, the official source, the Magic received veteran shooting guard Gary Harris, rookie RJ Hampton, and a first round pick. Okay. I stand corrected. I mean, RJ Hampton was just picked. So it was like they were getting a first. I know he didn't turn into anything, but um, I could have sworn there was something else there. Okay. Anyway, how many first did the Blazers get for Drew Holiday? Yeah, but they got other stuff too. But like, just I, I know it's not one to one. But I'm not talking about two good. Fir- I'm not talking about two good firsts. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a protect. Like a, we've seen a lot of these sorts of trades where it's like, a like one the Knicks, the Knicks traded a top fourteen for Josh Hart, like that type. Yeah, of like first. one of okay. those, like one of their protected picks, and like. This year's first, right? Which is going to mm. be not a good pick, and like one of their, their their worst, maybe. Like for instance, okay, here's the here's the Kuzma package, the their the Wizards' own pick, and like the Knicks pick this year. I'm not saying I would do that, but like that's the sort of thing. That's two firsts, right? Yeah, and actually, I, I'll be honest. I don't think you get him for that. I really don't. I think he's worth more than that. I think he's a good player. So wouldn't the Wizards pick? Be more valuable though because they're getting control over that pick. I, unless they just think, unless they're really confident that they're going to be bad for the next two and a half years. Oh, so then it's like a, it's like a throw-in. I see what you're saying. Okay, I then it's two seconds. Yeah, I in that very specific scenario, fine. I don't think the Knicks have interest in Kyle Kuzma, so I'm going to the other 28 teams. To, to oh, the next oh. one, you have a four. They have Josh Hart. They have Julius Randle. Yeah, they but I think they, they would have fours. Jericho Simpson's a four at this point. I I just think they would. I think they would start RJ and we're getting too far into the cock. Kuzma. Start RJ and who? Kuzma. Kuzma and Randle. You start Kuzma at the three, and RJ would go to the two. Yeah, he's shooting fucking fifty percent from three. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sass. Uh, awesome mushroom drug 23. That's quite a name. Uh, Jalen Curry, man, this is getting, this is getting serious. I like that. And that's it. I'm sorry. It. I just made you curse in front of you. Uh, that's okay. We got that's in under fault. an hour. Uh, thanks everybody for checking out, uh, Nick's post game show on a Friday night. We got the win. Uh, let's hope we get another one tomorrow. I'm on tomorrow, right? Yeah. Kyle Kuzma shooting 35% from three. What are you talking about? What a, oh, RJ shooting RJ shooting fifty percent from three. Okay, Kyle Kuzma's a four, and so that's why I'm I'm having a hard time connecting the dots. I hear what you're doing. I think the in the words of Sean with the W, we have enough. If we're going, if we're trading anybody, let's upgrade. I think Kyle respectfully, I think Kyle Kuzma would be an upgrade over Quentin Grimes. I think, yes, I think so. End of the game, you're putting Kyle Kuzma on the other team's best. I don't. Again, it's not a perfect fit, but it's a usage to to give Kuzma what he's good for. So again, that's maybe why you don't deal do the deal. But in terms of is he a better player than Quentin Grimes today? Yes, he's a better player than Quentin Grimes. But this that's why it's a different conversation. We're talking about fit has to matter. You know, for all of the reasons we're talking about, would it make would it probably not make sense to do that trade? Yes. I right. agree with you. You want to know where I why meet you on the trade to first for someone on the Knicks? If if Alex Caruso is available oh, and it's see, time I, to, to me, they have like they, they don't have an actual Alex Caruso on the team. They have Josh. They Hart. have a bunch of guys who do a lot of the stuff that Alex Caruso does. And I'm saying they would have the best version of the thing that uh, Alex Caruso does in Alex Caruso, who's and, currently shooting 44 percent from three. And see, I I'd, I'd rather 
Caruso's getting traded somewhere. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to trade to the Knicks. I think, I think another so- team will be able to beat the offer, but that's the type of move I would personally. A guy that doesn't oh. command usage, and then you basically have a version of him on the court at all times between the minutes you give Caruso and the minutes you give Josh Hart. Now, I don't think the Knicks are going to do anything like this. I think the only move they could potentially make is in, in season is Ananobi. And even then, I'm I think not- Ananobi's probably heading to, to Philly if they want to go all in for something. And then they Man, become something a, I have a not bear. Yet, I have not yet wrapped my mind around the possibility of a trade stare down between Philly and New York for yeah. Ananobi. Well, we'll not see. sure I want to. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. I will see you tomorrow night uh, with you or with uh, APJP? APJP. APJP on the ones and twos. Okay, great. We look forward to that. Hopefully, we look forward to another win. And uh, until then, take care and uh, be well. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.